Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, to make our way uh, through this devotional series of reading through the Bible in the course of the year. And we are uh, well almost to the end. Uh, we are in chapters 8 and 9 of the final book of the New Testament, the book of Revelation. So if you've got a moment to do so, open your Bible to Revelation uh, chapter 8 and 9. And we're going to focus in on verses 20 and 21 here in just a moment. Uh, I mentioned, uh, I believe yesterday, uh, that the uh, book of Revelation can be uh, outlined and structured uh, along uh, the, uh, the nature of uh, seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls. And so um, uh, that uh, helps give structure, uh, and then we could discuss uh, whether uh, these uh, trumpet seal, uh, seals, trumpets, and bowls are concurrent uh, or are they sequential? Uh, do they, they flow linearly or are they describing uh, events uh, that are occurring at basically the same time in the course of history? Uh, but suffice it to say that the book of Revelation uh, uh, describes God as holy, and describes God as sovereign, that uh, the course of history will run according to the, the uh, purpose that he has established, that all things will be accomplished, that they will come to an end that he has ordained uh, through the means that he has ordained, that in the course of history, those that persist in their rebellion against him uh, will be judged uh, and then at the end of their lives or at the end of history, uh, they will face their ultimate and final judgment. And we see here in this course the devastating uh, trumpets of judgment following the seven seals that we saw in previous chapters. And it reminds us that in some sense, uh, you can bring enough pain upon an individual uh, to cause them to cry out, uncle, or I give, or I quit, or I'm sorry. But even great sorrow and suffering is not enough uh, to bring a man to repentance. It remains the work of the gospel, the work of the Holy Spirit uh, in any circumstance. Uh, to cause men to acknowledge their sin and sinfulness, uh, to repent of that sin, uh, to be born again, and express faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we see the tragic reality that while uh, the, the greatest of all affliction, the judgment of God is coming upon men, that they persist in their evil and rebellion. Read with me in chapter 9, verse 20. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which cannot see, hear, or walk. Nor did they repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. And so uh, we preach the gospel with the hope that men would be brought to repentance. That is the only instrument that God has given to us, and He has simply commanded that we preach that gospel, that we call men to repent and believe, that we 
according to God's holy revelation, His law. We indict them appropriately for their rebellion against God. We inform them as to the reality of their condemnation. And we point to Jesus Christ as their sole hope for eternal salvation. But tragically, we see the realities of sin-cursed men, of men hardened in their sin, that no matter the pain that they suffer, uh, that they, apart from the particular powerful grace of God, uh, will not repent. And so we see in these final uh, chapters of the Bible, and what I believe are really the final chapters of human history, uh, that men are greatly afflicted and they're greatly oppressed by a God who is sovereign and powerful and holy and just, and He's bringing about their rightful condemnation and ultimate judgment. They remain uh, lovers of their sin, rebels against God, and they persist in their unbelief, and they will rightly uh, and justly be judged for that. That's a sobering word for us, and we are thankful that we live in a day in which we can still call uh, for men and women to repent, that we can still proclaim a gospel which saves, which delivers us from the wrath to come. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.